This is Speaking of Speaking. Quick tips and tools to take you from stage fright to spotlight. This podcast gives you an inside look from the world of public speaking and the speaking secrets you need to be bold from the stage, no matter what business you're in. The host of Speaking of Speaking, Carl Richards. Thank you, Matt. Yes, it's another edition of the Speaking of Speaking podcast. I am blessed to have not only is his person a guest, of course, (laughs) he has been a student of my podcasting program, but he is a very talented voiceover artist to himself. So Earl Thomas, the voice. And we're going to be talking about the power of your voice. Earl Thomas is a professional voiceover artist specializing in promo videos web videos. He's a former radio guy. So we speak radio lingo, I guess you could say. And he's also the host of the Voice Power podcast, which I have been a guest on. So I am thrilled to have him today as a guest on my podcast. Earl, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Carl. It's always great to be with you. So let's talk about the power of your voice. But before we do that, because we're both radio guys, we should probably take a trip down memory lane uh, (laughs) and talk about radio a little bit. Where did you get your start or what bug bit you that made you decide to get into broadcasting? Well, I was really young, you know, back in Nanaimo when I was eight or nine years old. I don't know how, but I got chosen Because my mom had sent me to the Victoria Road Gospel Chapel, and they had a radio program at CHUB Nanaimo. And Bob Burns brought me in, and I read some scripture. Now, this is where the bug came. Gene McCormick's in another studio, and he's doing his show. But he's not just sitting there. He is the Energizer Bunny times 10 million. And, (laughs) oh, wow, this guy looks like he's having fun. Imagine doing a job that you enjoy. That's where it started. And you can hear all about that on my first episode of Voice Power, because I give you the history of radio and voiceover in my experience. Yes, certainly. It's a great podcast, too, by the way. We're going to talk about the podcast a little later on and what people can expect from that. But certainly, I think that's probably the reason I got into radio, too, was because it's the whole theater of the mind. You can say something to somebody and paint that picture in their mind, and you can really be an influencer, not the way we use the term influencer today, but you can be very influential in people's daily lives and the decisions that they make. Everything from, you'll want the umbrella today, it's raining, <laughs> to, oh, and by the way, don't forget that this event is happening, and you might want to get there early to get a seat. You can be very influential as well as being energetic and have a lot of fun doing it. Is that where you first got your love or felt that you had a skill as far as doing different voices and character voices? Well, it came from radio. I mean, I listened to CKLG 7.30 AM and Fun. I love the personalities. Well, wouldn't that be amazing to be on the radio? And then I was making a doctor's appointment and just at the very end, oh, by the way, uh, Mr. Pollitt, were you in radio at one time? And I, Uh, No. And I wonder, why would she ask me that? I didn't realize my own voice capabilities. But as far as stretching the voice, I mean, I've had a lot of fun. You know, you get these auditions and they want this and they want that. Wow, how can I do that? Well, then I bring up YouTube and I get a voice picture in my mind and I go ahead and I do it. And when I listen back to it, oh, that's a lot of fun. When I was in radio up at Giant FM in Penticton, 
had a couple that came up and they were visiting and they were listening. And my friend said to his wife, is this Earl? It was me. But, you know, you put your radio voice on and it's just a lot of fun. The voice can do so much. It's funny you mention that because it's one of those things that it used to frustrate me because people would say, oh, you must have a great voice for radio. I said, no, I just, you know, I've worked at it and I have a voice. It's just, it's like any other muscle in your body, right? You work it, it gets stronger. Well, can I hear your radio voice? You know, we're out having dinner or something. Let me hear your radio voice. I'm like, you're hearing it. It's exactly the way it's supposed to sound. But back in the 70s and 80s, there was that, hey, sunshine, 46 degrees today. Don't forget to grab the sunshade. And that's how we they talked on the radio, right? Now it's not. We don't listen to the whole Ronnie radio like we used to. But back then... That's exactly how they talked. And I remember some of my first jobs and I would be saying like AM 1220 CJRL. It sounded like, but that's not how we talk, right? (laughs) In 2021, that's not how we talk on the radio. But you're right. There's certainly, it creates that picture in people's minds. I think that's the big thing. But I did want to get to, you mentioned about the voice. How important is it? And then I want you to share a story here. Because I know you have several of them for your radio days, but how important is it as a guy that's not only worked in radio, but is now a voiceover artist doing this professional? How important is it to have a either a powerful voice or power behind your voice? How influential or how crucial is it? It gets their attention. You ever pull up a podcast or a video? And you've clicked it off because the guy's not interested. I'm not going to listen to this whole thing. And you end up listening to it because it's really interesting. Like Morgan Freeman. You know, you just, oh, it's really hard to to shut it off. You can't help but listen to Morgan Freeman. And that man is Morgan. I can't do it. I cannot even mimic Morgan Freeman. I can do some impressions, but that's not one of them. Uh, Well, I got a story (laughs) for you then, because on Craigslist, there were these ads that used to come out, and there was a Morgan Freeman. I I can't do that. Two months later, I said, well, why not? Why don't I just take a shot at it? So I pulled up his YouTube, and I listened to him, and I listened. I've actually got a my audition there that I made. I mean, it's amazing what you can do. and. You know, people will think, is that you? I mean, my Mippers audition, it totally doesn't sound like me. I don't know if audience will get to hear that, but it's a lot of fun listening to. I've had the opportunity to do some, oh, not deadpan, but very serious, almost like the voiceover for Law & Order type read where it's very matter of fact, here's the information, no emotion in the voice. That's actually hard to do because it's very informative. There's, here's the information, digest it as you will. And when you play it back in context, when you're voicing it and you're reading the script, you think to yourself, oh, this isn't how I talk. And it's right. It's not how you talk. When you hear it back with the music underneath, And in context of how that voiceover has been used, such as the law and order guy, I can't remember his name, but when you hear it back in that context, you go, wow, that impact is huge. And by the way, it doesn't have to be a big sounding or deep or matter of fact voice. This goes for everybody. If you don't have a powerful voice, or if you don't lend power to your voice, 
Earl, you probably experienced this too, maybe with some of the clients that you've worked with and there's a reason they come to you because they maybe don't have the strongest voice. So they come to you, but it can affect your business if you're not being the person that stands up with that voice. Uh, Yes, because, you know, it's a competitive world out there. And if you don't have a good voice on your website or your promo, they're going to click it off. There's so much out there. Yeah. I say you got to get the best fit for the voice. And that's why I do a free segment. We'll talk about this later, but I do a free segment for my clients when they send a script because I want them to have the right fit for the voice, for their project. But they need a voice too. They need to be able to, and that's the point I was trying to make. They also need to be able to stand up and say, yeah, okay, Earl Thomas is my voiceover guy. We love him. He's on my website. But when you're in a networking setting or at a Toastmasters meeting, or you're the voice, you're the person that stands up and does the speaking. And you need to not be mousy or not crawl under a rock and go, I can't do this. You need to be able to stand up and be the power or put the power in your voice. Yes. And the more you do it, the more comfortable you'll be. When I first started in Toastmasters, well, I mean, I did public speaking already, but this is an advanced club and the speakers are, they're wonderful. And now I'm going to do an evaluation. I mean, the more you get up there, stage time, stage time, stage time. I'm getting ready uh, another speech and I'm practicing and getting it ready. And I'm looking forward to it because it's outside. It's in the band shell in New Westminster at Queens Park. And I love it there because I have to go back to virtual or Zoom. And it's not as much fun speaking in this uh, vocal booth as to when you've got people right out there and you can move around on that stage with purpose. You can't see the visual because this podcast is audio only, but Earl actually has a voice booth that he's speaking in right now. It's not a studio per se. He's actually has a booth set up in his house and that's where he does his recording and it's portable. So when he has friends over and guests, he can take it down so they can walk around the house and stuff. Actually, Carl, I never take it down. I thought you took it down. Oh, no, no. Oh. It was given to me free, and he set it up. And it's hard to put back up if you take it down, right? <laughs> well, I wouldn't know how. It's tough, yeah. <laughs> but back to the comment you made about Toastmasters, which is an area that we've both spent some time in, both in leadership roles and contesting and speeches and stuff. You're right. The more you speak, you call it stage time, stage time, stage time. I think it was Darren LaCroix that coined that phrase at some point. But the more you stand up and speak, the more you get to the front of the room, the more you put up your hand in meetings, the more you say, yes, I want to speak at your networking meeting or at the networking meeting, and I have 10 minutes to say my piece. The more you do that, the more powerful your voice becomes, but the more powerful you become. And you want to bring that power to your business, especially if you're the CEO. The CEO doesn't hide behind a desk and go, I'm not going to speak. I'm just going to put my best people forward. CEO still speaks or the company owner still speaks, as does you know managers and even some employees, especially if they work in radio, they speak. So you do need to have that power and you do need to get the stage time for sure. Yes. And, and, you know, in our advanced club, we have different minimums and maximums. And the impromptu speech with the table topic, it's not two or three minutes, it's 15 minutes. And I am known as the person who, oh, pick me, pick me. 
you know, I want to do it. Let's go for it. You don't get the topic until you're up there and it's fun. Let me speak for 15 minutes. It's funny because I actually challenged when I was in Toastmasters, I challenged the club. I said, you know what? I don't have a speech prepared tonight. And I want to, and the reason for that was to be honest, it was, I just didn't get it done, but I had a speaking role. So I said, okay, tell you what, you give me the topic, preferably one that I know something about. Don't ask me to talk about litmus paper because I, I don't know anything about it, but give me something that is either relevant today or something, you know, I can talk about and I'll wrap a speech around it for seven minutes. And they did, and they were blown away that I could do it. It's just, again, but that's strengthening that muscle because the more you do it, the more when somebody says, oh my goodness, Earl, we're short 15 minutes on our agenda. Can you speak? Can you do a speech? And you can go, sure, I've got one in my back pocket, or I've got something that I can do, something I can present that will fill the time. And that's very important. My guest today, by the way, is Earl Thomas, The Voice. We're talking about the power of your voice. And one of the things that Earl did, as I have, is worked in the in the broadcasting world. You must have numerous stories. <laughs> <laughs> we can't tell them all today, Earl, but any memorable moments or stories that you want to share? Yes. When I was in the course, BCIT, Broadcast Communications and Radio, I was looking to be a radio announcer, do commercials. And the second year of the program, we take over the radio station. And there was a part called Contact Friday from 11 a.m. till noon. And it's interviewing. It's a 30-minute interview, two of them. When I got finished doing that, the bug for interviewing, I just love doing it. So now I'm a giant FM. There's a, a manager of a female boxer. He's down in Las Vegas. His boxer is going to have a fight, and I'm going to interview him. And I interviewed him live on Giant FM 100.7. I still have that interview, and I just loved it because interviewing – you never know where it's going to go, and it's just a developing thing. And I've done five interviews are in my voice power, and I've enjoyed every one. Now, interviewing, yeah, it's just awesome. It's always been my dream to have an interview show. Well, I've almost got that because sometimes I interview on voice power. What a great segue. Speaking of segues, let's talk about voice power. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Where did you come up with the concept of voice power? Because I know there were a number of different areas you could speak about, but what made you decide to go with voice power? I haven't given it a lot of thought, but the voice is important and I want to empower people. You see, when I do my episodes, I know it's for business, but I also wanted to translate it over to personal experience. If it's on scripting, well, maybe this is going to help you in your life. You've got to script something. So I want to empower my listeners. And this is the way it is, actually came out. When we were in the broadcast court, when you open that microphone, you're talking to one person. The parasocial relationship. When I do my scripting and when I do my speaking and recording, I'm thinking I'm talking to one person. But the fact is, I was actually talking to one person the other day who's listened to three of my episodes all the way out to Nova Scotia. So, you know, I just love it. There's such power in the voice. I mean, you can go in many directions, but I enjoy it. Great question. Thank you, Carl. 
And a great podcast, by the way. We're going to put the link to Earl's podcast in the show notes and some other things we're going to put in the show notes as well. One of which is something that Earl wants to pass along to you today. So Earl, for anyone who wants to find out more, what can you share with them? Did you have something you wanted to share with them today? Are you talking about an offer for listeners? Yes, sir. Okay. Anybody who listens in today, I'm offering 25% off my regular recording fee. And I will include, when you send in that script with all your directions, a free brief segment so you can hear that my voice is the right fit for your project. Plus, I will give you, once it's all completed, done, paid for, and you're 100% satisfied. And I have actually, what is it, 42 LinkedIn recommendations from satisfied clients. I will include a free LinkedIn post so that you gain greater public exposure. I want you to succeed. When you succeed, I succeed. Wow, that's a phenomenal offer, Earl. And to find out, of course, what his regular rate is, we're not going to tell you that right now. We're going to have you go to Earl's website. We'll post the website link. What is the website, Earl? Go ahead, just drop the shameless promotion. What's the website? www.earlthomasavoice.com. And when you're clicking the contact button, make sure you indicate to Earl that you were listening to this podcast and you want to take him up on his offer. And he will walk you through the process and share with you what that's all about. And yes, a lot of value added. Oh, and by the way, you've been hearing Earl's voice throughout this podcast, but if you want to hear how he sounds doing voiceover work for other clients. He has a treasure trove of work that he's done on his website. It's phenomenal work and a little bit of a heads up. If you're thinking maybe you want to start a podcast, there's a chance Earl could be doing your voiceover for that and could also be helping you with your podcast. So, because we're possibly going to be bringing Earl on board. So the ink hasn't dried on that contract yet, but, but it's certainly something that could be happening. So, but definitely take him up on his offer because I think that's a huge one for sure, because having the right sound and the right vibe for your brand, the right audio sound is very important. So take Earl up on his offer for sure. And he's got some really great things on his website. So check that out. And the links to the podcast are on his website too. As I said, we'll be putting the links, all of those links in our show notes. My guest today has been Earl Thomas, The Voice. It's been a great discussion, Earl. So thanks for joining us. Before I let you go though, any words of wisdom or final thought that you'd like to share? Oh, yes. Remember, I am Earl Thomas, the voice, creating vocal paradise for your exact needs. Earl, thanks so much for being a guest and looking forward to chatting with you soon. And remember, get out there and own the platform. Thanks for listening to the Speaking of Speaking podcast. Fired up about something you heard today? Want to learn more? Be sure to visit carlspeaks.ca. And don't forget to follow Carl on Twitter at CarlRichard72 or join the Facebook group Speaking of Speaking 